2: job actually they called for it last year a few times. But this is my thing. Uh ever since Clayton White's been here, he's been dealing with injuries. Not only injuries, not having enough competitive defensive players as it is. Uh you know, let's just be real. Every year he's been here he lost five to six key defensive players from a short room or a short pool of, you know, talented players to start with. So you know, we give him the office of coordinator, you know, some slack because he's losing players and what he has to pull from. Clayton White has been in the same situation. So I'm just curious on your take on that.
0: Thanks. Jace, I appreciate the voicemail, my friend. I, I'll say this, that it's, it's fair to say that the numbers defensively have taken a hit because of some of the guys who have gone out. That being said, though, I, I don't think any excuses were made for Marcus Satterfield, right? I mean, he lasted two seasons and he's gone. So – Um, you know I like Clayton White I'm not like I'm not on the fire Clayton White train yet but I think this is a huge year for him I I really do if you can't I'll just put it to you this way Jace like if you can't stop the run any better in your third year I'd have no problem with South Carolina making a change because something isn't clicking like something is not clicking at that point and that's just tough to stomach. It, it really is. So I'm not on fire, Clayton White yet, but it's it's too many times. I feel like S- South Carolina's defense is very leaky against better competition. If, if you look at if you look at the defense against like ranked opponents, it is abysmal. So do with that what you will. Let's keep it rolling here.
3: Hey, what's up, Chris? Um, Reflect back to last year's Georgia State game in South Carolina in my opinion, probably played a little worse than they played this past weekend. Um, well that said, I've been a South Carolina Gamecock fan long enough to realize that we play some shitty first games, and it seems to always get better, and um, I'm pretty confident we're going to play well, and uh, I think you'll see it, I think everyone will see it.
0: Okay, so that was – I don't think he ever said his name. Either way, yeah, I mean, he's right. Listen, South Carolina, for whatever reason, just gets off to these slow starts. And I don't really know why it is, guys. I don't know the rhyme or reason. But, um, you know, the, the, the thing about a slow start is you can bounce back, and, and Carolina's done that. So, you know, I, I don't think the season's over after one game. I, I think there's some things that are really, really concerning after one game. But, again, we've seen Shane Boomer and company time and time again find a way to bounce back and be resilient and fix those issues. One final voicemail that we just received, then we'll get into your actual calls, your questions, all that good stuff.
4: I know there's not going to be a popular
5: take, but I'm Bima, but Bima is kind of just like Dabble. He can not get the answers out of him. Everything is good. Everything is dandy. Just tell the truth. We made ourselves like fools after that hunt dog. You said what you said,
2: keep what you said. Don't go back and start apologizing and everything. You don't need that attitude. You're too nice in that locker. Go Cox.
0: Okay, so he says that Sh- Shane Beamer and Dabo are identical, and Shane Beamer, based off what I heard him just say, needs to be meaner. It needs to be not, you know, you say something, say it, don't go back and apologize for it. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll say this to echo what he just said, though. Like, if you're Shane Beamer, like, there, dude, there's there's no reason – There's no reason to go back and apologize for what you said on Saturday because guess what? The apology that you issued yesterday received one 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 thousandth of the attention that the original comment received. So, you know, is it a big deal? Is it a big deal that Shane Beamer said, you know, the freaking chain gang with the hot dogs? Like, it's not a big deal, guys. But it's one of those things where Shane Beamer needs to learn from this. He needs to learn from this. He needs to learn from everything you say can and will be used against you. And you cannot get emotional at the podium. You cannot get emotional with the media. You cannot snap at people and take shots at people and maybe tell people to find some joy or or doom and gloom or what have you. Like, maybe it's best to just focus on football. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Anyways, let's jump back to the full lines here.
2: Call
0: from Southern Charm Landscape and Design LLC. Ele- what's going on? How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's up?
6: Well, I kind of wanted to go off of what the uh, second voicemail was saying about how, you know, things always get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've i been thinking a lot about, you know, the game this weekend, this past weekend, and uh, coming up on this next one, you know, we have, reasons to be concerned of course um you know whatever you know everybody's talked about it do no need to go back over it. but I think about the 2014 Ohio State Buckeyes and how they lost to Virginia Tech um I believe it was by like two touchdowns mm-hmm. you know unranked Virginia Tech not a very good team I think they ended up going like seven five Ohio State went on the rest of that season uh going to like 11 and one I think won a championship so just to kind of I don't really know but uh bring some light to the situation like it will get better Uh, it can get better and it most likely will get better
0: and I would agree I mean listen it's it's you didn't pay attention to what happened after the Florida game last year if if you think that it won't get better or that it can get better at least right I mean I I agree with you I think South Carolina has some major issues that I think are concerning like part of what made the UNC game so disappointing. Like, it wasn't the fact that I think South Carolina won't improve from week one to week 13. One of the things, at least for me personally, that made it so disappointing was that, you know, I, I questioned time and time again over the course of the offseason, like, why didn't you go pick up any power five transfer offensive linemen? Why didn't you go identify and go land a running back? Like, and, and it was like, it was those issues that we had concerns about that really were at the forefront of your problems against UNC. And so it made it even worse. Um, that being said, to me, like you mentioned, th- this team will bounce back, they'll fight back, they'll improve. I fully expect that to happen,
2: yeah.
6: Yeah, and I mean, culture's definitely better than what it was a few years ago. So, I mean, yeah, if that's the only positive we have to look at, then you know that that's a positive thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've been a Gamecock fan for a while, so you know, I, I don't, I, I look at some of these fans who just all of a sudden turn saying fire Shane Beamer, fire Dallagh. I mean, Dallagh, you gave him one game with a crappy offensive line, barely get a playoff. So mm. I, I I don't know. You know, we've talked about issues all week long. I mean, the only thing we can do is go to this next game, positive attitude, um, give them the best of their doubt. Maybe it's just an off game. Who knows? But, you know, even if we go six and six, even if we go four and eight, Cox by 90.
0: Indeed, my friend, it's always Beamer ball to the moon, no matter what. Exactly. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, man. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for the call. Great stuff. Great stuff. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Our guy Aaron just tried to call in. Aaron, if you want to give us a call back, you are more than welcome to do so. Bruin Nation says, Fire Tanner. I hear you. Um, How about this? You guys want to hear this from Yoda. Let's see. Yoda says... Let's see all these comments are like separated here. Yoda says just own it, move on, no need to get snappy with everyone else for calling a spade a spade. Um but he turned around and pouted with the take your shot here like fans can't be disappointed. Anyways, let's jump to the lines here. Call from Dalton to accept Dalton, what's going on, man? How are you?
5: I'm doing okay. Could be a little bit better. Uh, Tested positive for uh, COVID.
0: Whoa!
5: Dang!
0: Hey, I hope you feel better, man. I hate to hear that.
5: I mean, the symptoms aren't bad. It just feels like a normal cold, but I will not be able to go to the game this
0: weekend. So
5: most likely my first game back at Willie B is going to be against Mississippi State. So
0: mm. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that, my friend.
5: But but yeah, I just wanted to call in and sort of expound on on the whole like complaining or criticism of Shane Beamer at the press conference and I mean, really at this point I, my my whole mentality on, on anything Shane Beamer says in oppressor is, honestly, who gives a fuck? Because, you know, yeah, Barstool and, and, you know, like other fans on the internet are going to make fun of him for talking about the chain gang eating hot dogs. But, I mean, they were legitimately eating hot dogs. And it was a valid complaint. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, you know, the context of the situation wasn't, you know, a bad look because obviously the chain game was not the reason why we lost the game. But Shane Beamer is going to wear his emotions on his sleeve and and he's not going to, you know, turn it down at a press conference after a horrible loss like that, Mm -hmm.
0: you know? Well, I mean, to your point, man, listen, we do this song and dance every year and – The bottom line is this, that when things are going well and you're winning games, the presser is awesome and everything Shane Beamer has to say is great. And when things aren't going well, there's nothing Shane Beamer can say in a presser that's going to make anybody feel any better. I mean, I was saying this last year, like Shane Beamer, Shane Beamer's going to say nothing that is going to fix the effects of losing, like the only thing that fix, fixes the effects of losing is winning. You know what I mean? So, to be fair, like I, I would agree with you, Dalton. I mean, it's, it's it's selfishly from my vantage point. I'll say this: it makes great content because these. I mean, people really do hang on every single word that Shane ever has to say. the the only The only thing I would say is that, you know, uh, again, Shane Beamer, you know, learning that everything you say is under a microscope and that it can and will be used against you, and that, you know, it's just knowing that you have that sort of power. You know what I mean? Like, knowing you have that sort of power and trying to keep the emotions in check as much as possible. That'd be my only thing. That'd well, be I, my only thing. At the,
5: at the same time, even when he doesn't, you know, say something that's like, goes viral on social media, people will clip, you know, uh, what he does on the sideline during the game. Tennessee fans were complaining about his quote unquote antics last year when they got their ass kicked. I mean, it just is what it is. Shane, mm-hmm. Shane Beamer is is an emotional guy. He's a guy who you know is going to stand up for for his players and and he's going to let you know what he thinks after a win, after a loss. You know, I, I think it's one of the qualities that that sort of helps with his brand and style of coaching, right? I mean, and it's not like he's the only one that, that does it. Jimbo Fisher literally held an entire press conference to sh- talk shit about Nick Saban and, and rumors about him, like, buying a recruiting class. You know, I could sit here and say, who, who gives a fuck if people think you bought the recruiting class? Why do you have to, you know, hold a press conference? But at the end of the day, if he's winning games, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It, it's the losing that, that people don't like they're just using the press conference to criticize him. And obviously, you know, no matter what, when you have negative two yards rushing, mm-hmm. opposing fans are going to take whatever they can to take shots at you.
0: Indeed. I mean, listen, I, I would tell Shane Beamer and every single other head coach out there, this ain't a Shane Beamer thing. This is just a, every coach thing. Like do yourself a favor and ignore social media, do yourself a favor and ignore, ignore message boards. I, I just, that's the only, I, I would say there's, there's just no point. There's no point in trying to fight that battle and making it so obvious that, the, you know, the whole, like, take your shots at them while you can. Like, I know you have your guys back. You don't really even have to tell me that, but it's like after a non-sack negative two yard rushing performance. But again, like you mentioned, Dalton, the only reason we're reading into it that much is because of the way that the game played out on Saturday. So, I mean, you go win, even- yeah. You go win, and at and the- we're not paying any attention to it, really. To be honest, so
5: at the same time, it's like you can't just go out there at a press conference and say, "Up, oh, you know, my players suck. We did a terrible job roster management. You know, I should have brought in better players because at this point, the players you have are the players you have. You either have to, you know, coach the players up and and make them get better, or you just have to scheme around the, the bad players, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Indeed. I mean, listen, you're Fans right. You're right.
5: It if, but, I mean, it, it it doesn't help. It's not going to help if he comes out there and says, oh, you know, the players suck. I didn't recruit as well as I should have, yada, yada, yada. Like, he kind of had to say something that, you know, would indicate that he believes in his guys and
0: they're going to get better, right? Right. Indeed, like you mentioned, Dalton. I mean, we're we're spending a lot of time talking about a press conference. Whereas, if South Carolina won, I don't think uh, I don't know that we care quite as much, do we? It's just like it's the nature of the beast.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's just my two cents. I I think it, it's mainly just the frustration from the loss, specifically from yeah. the South Carolina fan base side. Mm. And, and you know, like you mentioned, nothing Shane Beamer is going to say at a press conference is going to make up for, for the loss. The only mm-hmm. thing that's going to make up for the loss is getting more, you know, wins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've just seen a lot of that flying around about, you know, criticisms of Shane Beamer specifically for that. And, and I just think it's a bullshit criticism personally. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, I, I have not paid it much mind to be honest with you. Cause I do agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we all kind of pick and choose, you know, fa- fans, 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 rival fans, whatever—we all kind of pick and choose what we use to 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 slander our rival. You know whether it's makes sense or it doesn't. You know, so you know that Tennessee, Clemson, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera, fans are going to run with—they're going to run with this chain gang thing. But I, I like many things that happened during the season, Dalton. I think literally this time next week it'll be long forgotten, and we'll be talking about other things that actually matter. Thankfully, so.
5: But, yeah, that's
0: that's all I got for you. Thanks for taking my call. Dalton, you're the man. I appreciate it. Great stuff from Dalton. Uh, somebody texts in. Tristan Mole says, I wish I had two more hands so I could give our offensive line four thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Gulledge says, guys, don't be surprised Saturday if the score is South Carolina 21, Furman 17. That's the score that I'm going with. 21 to 17, dude. If South Carolina beats Furman 21 to 17, good lord,
7: Call from- let's shut up
0: the full lines here. Dave Garrett, Dave, what's going on, my man? How are you?
2: Nothing much, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, like the first day, hope Dalton feels better. Um, I'm, I'm tired of the chain gang shit, though, because the team Gang wouldn't have had a damn thing to do with the kickoff it the only thing they would have delayed was the first possession of the after the kickoff because if there's any dispute on a, on an onside kick his video reviewed to make sure the ball went hmm. 10 yards team Gang ain't had shit to do with that um i do think that um we, we might not see it this game, but before the Georgia game, I think there'll be, I think there'll be personnel changes. Um, I don't think you can go a whole lot off of this coming mm-hmm. game, um, because I think they'll be experimenting. Um, but Furman is a better team than some of the people I've heard talking give them credit for. Um, anyway, they, um, they got to tighten their ass up. It's not good for merch putting the
0: performance
2: on like that. <laughs> um but uh, I hope you have a good day, my friend. And um I'll talk to you soon. Have Dave you're the
0: man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Hey listen um uh, he makes a good point about the chain gang. Again I, I don't I don't have much interest. I mean it's you know it's it's just one of those it's one of those things at the storyline when you lose. Like a, a, here's the thing. When South Carolina wins Everything Shane Beamer says in the post game is an electric factory, and we love it. We eat it up. And then everything he says after a loss is picked apart. You know, it's it's just it's just it's picked apart to death. And you know what? When you're in that position, when you're the head football coach of an SEC team, that's kind of where you are. Like, do you hear any other fan bases, or do you hear anything about any other coaches speaking to the to the press about after a win, loss, whatever? Like, no, because it's one of those things that like. Unless you're just like most people, guys aren't even watching the press conference. Like if you're, unless you're a diehard no. fan of that team, you're not, right? Call from so
3: Mac Martin.
0: Mac Martin, what's going on, man? How are you?
3: How's it going, man? I uh, I just wanted to point something out. You know, you may have covered this already. I'm just now getting into the show, but the offensive line. May, I'm not saying they're elite or even good because it's only been one game but maybe North Carolina's defensive line is just that good. They're a veteran defensive line. They may do this to almost every team they play throughout the season, maybe not nine sacks, but it might not – like this O-line I think will improve, and it may not be as bad as it seems. That could be a top two or three defensive line that South Carolina will face all year, including North Carolina and Georgia have decent defensive lines, but this may – be as good as them or even better from what we've seen so far it has just been one game though what do you think about that you know
0: well and, and I'll tell you this I, I think definitely when you look at the Fox kid they added some of the other pieces like I I think their d line is definitely better than what it was last year um I I, I just how much of a jump could they have made i I think you're gonna have a really hard time convincing people that like North Carolina is better. North Carolina's defensive line is better than Clemson's defensive line, Tennessee's defensive line, Missouri's defensive line, obviously Georgia, Texas A&M's defensive line. Like, I just – I don't know where they'd rank in the SEC necessarily. And you, and you might be right. Like, we're not going to know that until, you know, we get at minimum halfway through the season or, or final couple of games where, you know, we we, we have a full body of work, Um I know you would agree with this that I don't care if you're playing the freaking Georgia Bulldogs D-line like nine sacks and 11 rushing yards or whatever, 16 tackles. It can't happen, right? It doesn't matter who you're playing. Um <laughs>
2: yeah. but you know, I
0: mean, I hope you're right. I mean, I hope North Carolina has the best D-line in college football cuz then it'll it'll feel it won't hurt as much, but uh yeah, I just you know, they were they were so atrocious last year on the defensive front and so I know they added some pieces. Don't get me wrong, but how much of a jump did they make from last year to this year? I mean, hopefully it's a really big one. Hopefully it's a really big one. We just won't really know that, I guess, until you know we get we get later down the road. So
3: Yeah, I agree with you. It's just something, you know, that you know, the D line looked very they looked big out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were a veteran group. Last year they were not very good, but they added some pieces. They just looked a whole lot different. Now they, you know, they may not be as good as they were. You know, throughout the season, but it is just the first week, so right. I guess we'll we'll figure it out. That was just one thing. You know, it may not be as bad
0: as it seems, but only time will tell. Only time will tell, man. You were, you, man. you were absolutely right.
3: Yep. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Anytime. Thank you. Great stuff. Um, I, I would say this, guys. UNC. UNC could be much better on the defensive front. There's no question. But to insinuate that they are some elite defensive line and they're one of the – they'd be one of the best in the SEC, like I, I just I, – I don't <laughs> – is it really – you know, we spent the, the the weeks leading to the game talking about how terrible UNC was defensively, and now they're great. Awesome. I just – let's jump in more okay. words here. To accept. What's going on, man? How are you?
4: I'm doing pretty good, Chris. How about yourself, man?
0: Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Oh, uh,
4: not too much, man. Hey, who do you think's more disappointed right now? The Carolina fan base or the Clemson fan base?
0: That's a good question. Um I don't know. That's 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 tough to say. I will go with uh I'll probably go the Clemson fan base just because like I think the, the, I think they're having to come with, to grips with the fact that, like, their quote-unquote dynasty under Dabo has really, like, ended. I mean, their shots at a national title this year are basically done. One weekend of the season. South Carolina can still have a good year. It's wildly disappointing the way it started, but they can still have a good year. So, you know, but here's the thing. Like, just because it would make more sense for this fan base to be more disappointed than the other fan base – it doesn't mean that's how it works out. So I, I think both are uh, licking their wounds this week and are hurting this week, no doubt.
4: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Beamer's realizing real quick that the, uh, the honeymoon period is over. And I think if we can learn from anything from the other guy over at Clemson, um, we all love Beamer to death, and we know that he's, he's proven all the haters wrong. He's done things the right way. But he's got to realize that, man. You got to be willing to put your ego aside. You cannot live in the past in order to keep winning in this league, mm-hmm. or unfortunately, you're going to start to lose. You're going to lose the fan base. And I know he's done it this this far. He's he's won at a great level. He's done things maybe out of the box, and he realizes that. But he's got to realize too that you got to do the little things on the field too. When something as obvious as fixing your offensive line, finding a running back. You have to do it. You can't allow pride to get in the way of that or you're going to get yourself beat. Hmm.
0: Indeed. I mean, listen to your point, the uh, the honeymoon phase is, especially if you start losing, it ends very quickly. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's why when people ask me over the course of the offseason or at any point about Shane Beamer, and I mean, I you know, Beamer ball to the moon. Like, I, I wouldn't put Beamer's name on merch if I thought that he wasn't very good. Um, so, I, I like Shane Beamer a lot, but the reality is this the warm and fuzzy feelings and like no coach is immune to the effects of losing and losing trumps all in a sense of you know your approval rating with the fan base and I mean if if you go you know if you end up going five and seven or six and six this year people are going to you know get restless believe it or not it just it's gonna happen man it's it's big-time college football. Coaches aren't getting five, six, seven years of turnaround programs, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm not even saying that's going to happen, but to your point, it's just um, it's a win-now mentality, man, and especially when you look across college football and there are coaches that are showing up to schools, and they're winning big early, you know what I mean, and the transfer portal makes it possible. So, um, yeah, the the honeymoon phase and all that, those warm and fuzzy feelings, it's – you know, if you, don't, if you don't turn it around and have a good year, yeah, they're gone. They're gone, absolutely. That's all, that's all I got,
4: man. I do appreciate it. And uh, beamer ball
0: and go Cox. Hey, here appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. Guys, was reading some stats here. Get this. To add some context to what happened in week one. North Carolina, a season ago, they had 11 sacks. Against power five schools last season and as you know they had nine in one game in the first game against South Carolina they had 11 sacks against Power Five schools I mean that's crazy I mean that, that's just that's just crazy Taylor made said earlier UNC's not a great team they gave South Carolina every chance to come back in that football game Yoda said Furman worries me. I, I I hear you. Like I see why. Um, after the way South Carolina played. Madison Duncan. Actually let's get to the phone lines here. A lot of calls in today. I love it.
2: Call from Zach.
0: What's going on, man? How are you?
2: Well, what's going on, man?
0: I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's up?
8: I listen to a lot of talk shows and stuff and I seen a lot of people
4: point fingers at coaches, but with year after year
5: key injuries,
4: have you uh you ever pointed a finger over at Luke Day and
0: the coach staff over there? I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, I, I will say I think the injury stuff has improved since Shane Beamer's gotten there. But I mean it's you know, I it's it is tough. I mean, you know, Mo Kaba back-to-back years. Um, I mean, it's there's a laundry list of injuries going in the Furman game. <clears throat> you know, but and I, I would say this about the Luke Day thing. I mean, by all accounts, like you have to be a a well-in-shape team physically to finish the way they have. So that's why I really haven't brought up the name Luke Day at all. And, I mean, some of it is just bad luck, right? It, it just is. But to your point, I mean, it's it seems like South Carolina every year is dealing with some debilitating injuries. And um, I don't know if it's bad luck. I don't know if it's something they're doing. I, I, I don't know. But uh, it does seem like a yearly thing for whatever reason.
2: Well, thank you. I just wanted to hear your view on that, and uh, you yeah, have
0: a good one. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. <coughs> Excuse me. Great stuff as always. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. 3377 The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. download the gametime app or head over to gametime.co and use the promo code spurs up for $20 off your first purchase again that's promo code SPURSUP, up S-P s p or s u p for $20 off your first purchase gametime is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at GameTime. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SpursUp. That's SP or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Anyways, yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. I, I don't know. how much I really put on Luke Day. I mean, it's guys, I look at it more this way. It just shows you why depth is so important. Because injuries are going to happen. Like, it's the game of football. Guys are going to get hurt. You just keep your fingers crossed. It's not any of your main dudes. But injuries are going to happen. I'll shut the phone lines here. Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, my man? How are you?
9: Good about yourself, Chris. What's going uh, on man?
0: I'm doing fantastic, man. Appreciate you. What's up?
9: So uh, I left uh, I left one of my one of my positive takeaways from this weekend. I left one of those out of the phone call yesterday and I'd like to I'd like mm-hmm. to talk about that for a minute. Um, Dowell Loggins, man, he um he still remains technically unproved simply because O line play was just all over the place, and it really wasn't. You, you couldn't couldn't get anything called that would be effective with a with such a defective line like that. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'll say this: him and Rattler, that they, they looked they looked like they were on the same page. They looked mm-hmm. like they were both of them liked what they were seeing from from the other one. It looked like they were clicking, and play calling was creative. Um, we tried to. Spread the ball around some different places, but you know, you're so limited when you give up nine sacks and you have 11 rushing yards, mm-hmm. you're, you limit yourself so much with what you can do offensively when that happens up front. So, I'll just say that for as bad as we played offensively, I'll say. Rattler looked good, as I said yesterday, and Dowell Loggins, the play calling also looked pretty good. What did you think?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I thought the play calling was was solid. I mean, it's really, really hard to you know, it's it's really hard to judge Dabble Loggins after that performance. I mean, as bad as the O line was, man, I, I don't think there's a play caller in the country that could right. overcame the offensive line. But um, you right. know, the fact of how comfortable how comfortable Spencer Rattler was. I think that's definitely an encouraging sign. There's no question. I think that was absolutely an encouraging sign, and um, you know, we'll we'll see how it plays out. Like I'm not ready to go one way or the other and say that Loggins is a great play caller. I'm not ready to say he's a bad one. I'm just I want to see right how does it shake out as the season progresses, and and when the O line protection's there, then what does the offense look like? You know what I mean? So, and I think we'll we'll learn a lot more as we get into SEC play and. Um, you know, it, 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 we go up against some real competition, you know what I mean? So, because we're, we're going to face defenses that are much better than North Carolina's. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but you know, I, I think with the Spencer Rattler thing, it is encouraging, but they just, they've got to find a way to get balanced. That's the biggest thing.
9: Yeah, I agree, man. I guess, um I guess the word that I was looking for is like you said, solid. Um, he, he looked, that I'll definitely say that there's some there's some promise somewhere in there. And what J.C. said when you had him on a minute ago, mm-hmm. just compare our offensive scheme to where we were week one last year or just simply compare it to what our offense looked like Saturday night versus what, uh, as J.C. put it, the powerhouse of Nebraska mm-hmm. looked like on Saturday as well. I mean, I think we, we 100% – Took uh, took a, a step in the right direction offensively. Mm-hmm. I think it shows. Um, I I think it showed a lot more possibilities than what Satterfield offered uh, mm-hmm. a season ago. And but like, like we've been saying all season, hell, anything <laughs> is an improvement from what we had last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: But I'll say, um, you know. We we just we we look better than than what we did last year, as as J C said and as and as you said. So Mm -hmm.
0: just gotta just um, just gotta get the uh, just gotta get the offensive line rolling, man. That's it. You get that rolling, I think some things start to figure itself out.
9: That's it, man. That's it. And you know, hopefully we can try to get our shit together this week (laughs) against Furman. Now, it's not gonna be uh like you said, roll over or roll your helmets out and score fifty points. It's not going to be that kind of game. And this is not the same Furman team from six or seven years ago. This is not Furman teams of the past. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a team with a goal and a team that is going to walk into Williams Bryce with a chip on their shoulder and they believe that they can win this game. And I think um, now is the time to this, this week try everybody See what it looks like. See, get a bunch of different looks and try as much as you possibly can in preparation for this game. Just, to see what works. And, and I, I'll say this: I, I was pretty disappointed, and, um, in that I didn't hear, or a lot of our talented freshmen's names, on offense last week. And that's it. All goes back to offensive line. You can't get shit done if you mm-hmm. if you can't. If you can't even set your feet and throw, so I, I'll say um, I'm looking for Omega Blake again this weekend. Um, you said that you said they had one all conference um, DB for on Furman? Yeah,
0: roster. they got a, they got a they got an all conference cornerback, but yeah, their 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 secondary struggle last year. They were 116th, I think, in pass defense at their level. They were 16th, kind of the opposite of South Carolina. They were they were 16th in stopping the run and like 100 and. Fifteenth or 120th in in pass defense, so there should be some opportunities for some big plays downfield.
9: Yeah, for sure. Um, but what I'm gonna, what I'm hoping is happening, is 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 occurring at practice this week is as many different looks as as we, anything that might have a percentage chance of working, let's see it. Let's let's say like what JC said, move guys around at O line, move guys around at D line. Take some guys that usually work inside. Let's take them outside. Let's just see how it looks. Mm-hmm. Because whatever game plan we went into Saturday with did not work on either either side of the line of scrimmage. You, defensively, we don't get one sack. I mean, we had uh, maybe one or two pressures. Like we said, I mean, he we, we made Sam Howell, or not, not Sam Howell, Drake May, we made him – Roll out a handful of times, but never even got close to them. So we got to improve the scheme defensively. And we definitely, I mean, it goes without saying, offensive line needs to improve this week. But I think that's going to come with trying guys at different positions, Um, moving Nick Garjulo to center. I think that's going to be, I think the way he carries himself and especially the way that he played this past weekend, all things considered, I think he had a solid game. Um, but I think you need your cornerstone guy to be the one calling the shots, and you need him at center, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think some freshmen need to be rolled in. I think um, Nick Harbor has got to touch the ball more than Luke Doty. I do not care what happens. I don't care if Doty's open 10 out of his 15 routes a game that he gets. Uh-huh. Nick Harbour has got to touch the ball more than Nick more than Luke Duddy does uh-huh. at, at the receiver position. I just think that's 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 ass backwards, man. You got one of the most talented freshmen, one of the most physically gifted freshmen that college football has ever seen, and you are not targeting him but targeting a Luke duddy's a fifth year guy, uh-huh. right? Or is it fourth year?
0: I think fourth year. He got here in 20, 21, 22, yeah, and then twenty three. So yeah, fourth year.
9: So I'm um, you got to if we want him to acclimate and get used to the college football level, you gotta give him the ball and just see where he fares at least. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, I'm looking to I'm looking to see some talent this mm. um this Saturday, and Dontavius Braswell as well, man. I was really expecting to hear his name um, against UNC, but yeah, I mean, he he didn't get a touch, did he?
0: He did not Mario see. The, he did not. Ne- neither one of them see the field. Uh, yeah, yeah.
9: I I just think that there for the talent that we do have in in the running back stable, I think we should have seen we, we should have seen more of it. We should have seen different guys get different touches. I'm, all, I'm okay with uh, with Dak Joyner being RB1. I'm all right with that. I'm okay with him getting uh, 10 to 15, 15-plus 15 touches a game. I'm all right with that. But if you want your guys to become acclimated to the D1 level, with Dontavious Braswell being a true freshman and Mario Anderson being uh, a D2 Newberry transfer, if you want them to get acclimated, you've got to give them a chance. And I, I'm looking for – I'm looking for a bunch of different guys to get touches this week, and I think that's going to be a, a, a big key for us mm. building this offense and defense moving forward.
0: Yeah, I would expect to see a lot of new faces or a lot of different faces on the field on Saturday night for sure. Peyton, I appreciate the call, man. Always a pleasure to hear from you.
9: Absolutely, Chris. I'll, uh, I'll holler back at you more this week. And um, go Cox. Thanks for the up show, man. I appreciate it. Thanks Peyton, you're up.
0: the man. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Great stuff from Peyton. Guys, phone lines are open. eight four three Let's get into some other comments here. Let's see. Our guy, Spur Your Enthusiasm. He's tired of the pessimism. He said, there's a difference in not having garnet-covered glasses and just being down right path and misty. His team is going to make a bowl game to think anything otherwise is ridiculous. Talking about Shane Beamer in South Carolina. Nick says, I just have this feeling our offense will explode this weekend after coming out of that game. It does seem that when you're the most down and out, your team rises to the occasion. We've seen South Carolina do that as well. Brian Dean says, South Carolina 38, Furman 17. Guys, what did you think, by the way, about uh, JC Sherbert? He locked in his pick 38 to 21. What did y'all think about that? 38 to 21. Justin Bryant, what's up, Chris? Were you a little annoyed with Beamer's comments yesterday? I, I was not at all. No. I, I I mean, listen, Beamer's a fiery, passionate guy. He defends his players. He defends his team. I It did not annoy me in the in the slightest. So, um, let's see. Jacob E says, people got to slow down on Nick Harbor. Dude's never played a wide receiver at any level. It's going to take some time for him to be adjusted to a wide receiver. Can he break off a route yet? We'll see. We will see. I, I mean, the biggest thing for Nick Harbury is got to get healthy, like JC was just saying. So I don't, I don't think it's a guarantee that he's healthy this weekend either. Rubination, how do we know that he's great? He's fast. Been hearing since he was in high school. He had trouble on routes. Kid played DN better in high school. He needs time. Plus, he was coming off an injury. Yeah, I mean it's. It's why I said, rumination. I thought it'd be about mid-season before we really, you know, saw a lot of him. Coach Ford says, when did we realize our O-line was that bad? Beamer said he thought both line scrimmage looking good. Maybe the case with our O-line versus our own D-line. Jeff Gullich, find your playmakers this weekend, period. Madison Duncan did notice Rattler was poised in the pocket. As it was collapsing around him, his feet were never able to get solidly planted, need that protection, and Rattler can light it up. Jeff Gulledge, Nick is a five-star. You get that fifth star because you should be able to play right away. I mean, I he- listen, I hear you. I-, I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. Let's see. Jacob E. says, minus two rushing yards. I just don't see how you could scheme around that. At least last year, the O-line was veteran and experienced at the SEC level, but not these boys. Here, let's jump to the phone call lines here. Call
2: from-
0: Justin. Justin, what's going on, my friend? How are you?
10: Doing good, man.
0: How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking what's going on. Hey Chris, how do you feel about uh, how you feel about Duke beating Clemson Monday night? How do I feel about Duke beating Clemson? Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it it didn't, you know, it didn't mend all the wounds of Saturday night's loss to UNC, but it was, uh, you know, it made it better. It made it better. So, yeah, I was uh, I was happy to see it as all as as was all of Gamecock Nation for sure.
10: Oh, yeah, me too, Chris. I was fooling for do dude on Monday because I was really kind of down Monday. I got to say, I got
0: to get my speed back up, Chris. It was not easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, – yeah. the best thing that can happen is this Furman game comes quickly and South Carolina gets one in the win column.
10: Yeah, hey Chris, if I go, man, let me ask you about Luke Day one quick, man. Is Luke Day to death on uh, Jeff Dittman?
0: You see, the next Jeff Dillman. Um, I, I don't know, man. I yeah. no, I, I think Luke Day is much better than that. I think that uh, you know, there's been some frustrating injuries for sure, but dude, if if you think there's as many injuries now as there was in the Must Champ era, how quickly you have forgotten what the Must Champ era was like. Because that was, was absurd. So no, I I I think Luke Day is a good strength and conditionings coach. I'm I'm not worried about Luke Day. No.
10: Yeah, media, Chris. But, hey, because all the must-have, yeah, that that was a mess. Two thousand nineteen, man. That's a game you should sure won. You know,
0: I mean, it's you know, listen, UNC was the favorite. I mean, maybe we're not giving UNC enough credit, but yeah, it, it was, it was, it was a game that I came in knew it was fifty fifty. It did not surprise me that North Carolina won the football game, but how it happened was stunning. It was stunning to me. So, um. That, oh, okay. that that that's what that's what was tough. That's what was tough. So, um, you know, you got to bounce back. Got to bounce back in a big way.
10: Yeah, and Chris, back in 2017, and Chris, I mean, when I watched the video, man. You, you was like me. I was frustrated, man, because how the hell did you still fuck your head, cause it, that's the place today, right,
0: Chris? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's 2019s, 2019, and we're we're in 2023. But yeah, I mean, I was frustrated. I called for Must job, so I was I was pretty frustrated after that game.
10: Yeah, I was too, Chris. But that was that was a tough time back then, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was for sure. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's you got to find a way to bounce back. Like I said, Justin, that's the biggest thing this weekend. Yeah,
10: man. I, and Chris, if I go, man, Shabiel, he 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 knows. And Chris, he's got to step up, man, because we cannot. We this cannot happen. This no more like this again. You know, Chris.
0: No, yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. It's uh, it's got to get fixed again. Like I said, it's got to get fixed. So, yeah,
10: I yeah, they really got to because they couldn't. I hate to go through another coach you know.
0: Well, that's Justin. We're not even cl- remotely close to that. So, we're uh, it was one game. Season's not over to be talking about Beamer and his job status. I mean, maybe it just goes to show how much stock people put in that UNC game. And it just, yeah. If you if you're talking about Beamer's job right now, you're just you're crazy. You're, you're crazy. You're, you're off your rocker. There's no other way to put it.
10: Yeah, because I love, I like champion, man. I always stayed this for a long time, man. But man, you got to you got to step up, man. Mm-hmm.
0: You do. You have to. Indeed. Yeah.
10: Because I uh, go to a game Saturday.
0: Uh, I will not. We'll be covering the game in studio and then doing the post game call in show right after the game.
10: Oh, yeah, Chris, I wish it was that man.
0: I hear you, man. I'm I'm committed to the content, so I'm uh, you know, I, I won't beat any games this season. I'm I'm looking forward to it though, man. I and mean, the post game call in show after UNC was a was a massive success, and so I'm excited to rock with it all season long. But uh, you know, it, it's 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 actually fun watching on TV. You see a lot more of the game, and I'm also really excited to. To watch all of the other SEC games, including Texas and Alabama, which happens simultaneously to South Carolina, um, really pumped for it. I mean, I, I, I'll be—I'll—I'll I'll be honest with you, man. I, I love going to games and everything, but I—I I really enjoyed my time watching the game in the studio and kind of having my own food, having my own drink, having my own bathroom, uh, not feeling like as much I was working the game day, which is kind of what I did last year. And, and we're still selling merch on hand, so. You know, the bottom line, Justin, is this. There's just – you know, I've gone down this – or I, I've gone over this before. There's just really, for what I do, there's no advantage for me being at the game. And I, that will ch- – you know, that, that will – I'm not saying I'll never go to a game again because I absolutely 110% will. But uh, my first experience last weekend, again, covering the game in studio, uh, doing the post-game call and show was a massive success, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that the rest of the year.
10: Yeah, but well, Chris, I have it for you, man. Hey Chris, y'all hey, y'all's a good
0: season again, you know. Yeah, man, for sure. Now, I'll I'll be back at Willie B soon. No doubt. I'll be back at Willie B soon. Yep. Yeah, well, Chris,
10: uh hey, I I at least uh, I I go away by games every year, but I still come again, Gekka too, you know. And yeah, I, no, for sure. Uh, hey, I love I'd love to do it, Chris.
0: Yeah. That's what matters, man. Yeah. That's what matters. Well, hey, well, Justin, y'all y'all have fun this weekend, man. Pull Pull 'em through. Yeah, thanks, man. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck to you, you, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, Justin. Thanks for the call. Great stuff. As always, from Justin, guys, we will – what do we want to do here? Somebody want to call in, keep us from taking a break? thought we might slide one more in here. It is late, though. Um, Robbie Davis. We'll we'll, we'll just roll to the end of the show. We only got eight minutes to go. Robbie Davis says, I will have my prediction ready to go tomorrow. Go Gamecocks and Beamer Ball to the freaking moon. Also, go Charleston Southern Buccaneers beat Clemson. And I will make sure I do a little bit of extra cheering for you. Go Gamecocks. Have a great rest of your week, my friend. Uh, Aaron says, the call-in show was epic. Yeah, Aaron, I'm excited to do that all year, man. I really am. Um, You know, it's one of those things you take a chance, right? Like, I've gone to every single home game since 2019. And so, you know, I I just realized, though, last season, man, that, you know, the – the whole purpose of the tailgate was to sell merchandise. And that's what we were doing. And now I have a guy that's going to sell merch for me on hand at the game. So I no, 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 no longer need to do that. And as much as I love shaking hands and hanging out with people. And also, again, I've not so subtly hinted at the fact that, you know, I, I, I we're talking more sec, I'm expanding my coverage. I need to be able to watch those games and see the college football. And, you know, when I'm making content during the games, like being on wifi and watching the game on TV and seeing more of the game, it, It's a huge advantage, and also maximizing what we're doing in the Discord and watching the games in the Big Cock Club Discord, which, join if you have not. I would say that week one, that game against UNC, that was a massive success, and I really am excited to do that all year. I really am, guys. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, post-game call-in show after Furman, after every single game this season, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Anyways, 843 3377 We had another voicemail here. Let's go ahead and play this voicemail from Brian. It's only a kick. A jump. A block.
8: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE.
8: Hey Chris, this is Brian Marquis. Um, I called in a couple of weeks ago about the North Carolina game. Um, I don't know I don't I don't know if you've covered this on the show yet already, but uh, this week we played Fireman. Me, personally, looking at the damage that got taken to our O-line during the game, uh, I'm not going to say I'm terrified for Furman, but they're supposed to be a really good football team. They're supposed to finish – I heard that they're supposed to finish top of their uh, conference. Uh, They're a really good football team. The head coach said this is, like, one of the best teams that they've had in a while. So I just wanted your thoughts on how you think that game's going to go um, do you think the offensive Do you think the offensive line is going to show Any type of improvement um, Do you think that The defense is going to show up a little More because against North Carolina I, I feel like we not Locked in at, at the times that we needed but you know Showed up when it was somewhat Necessary so I just wanted your feedback Back on that uh, uh, Go Cox uh, Beaver ball to the moon <laughs>
0: Brian, I appreciate the call. Um, there better be improvement. There better be, I, and I think there will be. You know, I I'll give my prediction on Friday, and you guys will know exactly where I stand on how I think the game will go. Um, I I think there will be improvement. I I, I think that you know we've seen this song and dance before, where South Carolina plays terribly and they're never going to win a game again, and. They typically find a way to do so, right? So I I do think that South Carolina will find a way. I I think they will improve. And what does that mean for a final score? You guys will find out what I think on Friday. But, yeah, I I don't think South Carolina is going to give up nine sacks again, if that's what you're asking me. We got a text here. Uh, Hunter Stanley says, I'm wondering what you ended up having for your game time spread this past weekend. And please don't eat that again. Ha-ha, beat Furman, kick ass, go fight, win. Yeah, we ended up having burgers, burgers and pizza. So I guess maybe we shouldn't do that again. You're right. Uh, DJ Doremus says, I'm thinking is going to run the smallpox out of the offensive line and whip them into shape so we don't have another performance like last weekend. The footmen completely wrecked us. But hey, there's a lot of ball left to play. I just hope we don't have a repeat of the part where the and the message ends. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to whip them into shape for sure. No doubt. Guys, we can take probably one or two more calls. Here we go. Let's jump the phone lines.
2: Call from...
7: Rebecca,
0: <laughs> Rebecca, what's going on? How are you?
7: I know I ain't called in in
0: you, a while. You ain't called in a hot minute, Rebecca. What's up? I,
7: nothing much, really.
0: That's good to hear.
7: I just, I just thought i just thought I'd call in. I know I didn't call. Usually I would call in, but. The day before the ball game, but last Friday I was in pigeon forge. Me and Will was in pigeon forge, and I didn't get to call in.
0: Mm. How did and, y- y'all have a good time? Y'all have fun?
7: Yeah. So y- y'all can blame it on me because mm. I usually give the game talk a good luck on winning.
0: You do, Rebecca. You oh, you yeah. really you really do. <laughs>
7: And it was my fault for uh, just blaming on me. The reason why we lost from North Carolina, to put it that way oh. blame, blame it on me. Okay, well, I didn't call. Okay,
0: Saturday. I we because you did not call South Carolina, did not win. We will we will blame it on you, Rebecca. Shame on you. Shame on you.
7: Yeah, because I went to Pigeon Forge and I was having fun.
0: I'm sure y'all were. I'm sure yeah. y'all were.
7: Believe me, I'm going to watch it. Is it going to be on TV?
0: So this weekend's going to be on SEC Network Plus. So you're going to have to stream it.
7: I yep. know. Uh, I believe we got that on up here.
0: Well, you should be able to watch it then.
7: Yeah. Uh, it, uh everybody can be mad at me because I didn't call it Friday. It was All right.
0: Fault. Well now now we understand what happened. I was sitting here worried about the offensive line. No, it was it was Rebecca's doing. That's why South Carolina lost the game.
7: I'm sorry, everybody. Uh it was mine. <laughs> Please forgive me. Indeed. But maybe this time – can I call in Friday? You can, so, Rebecca,
0: yeah. you can absolutely call in. You
7: know, it will be easier because we'll get a better win mm-hmm. if I call in on yep. Friday.
0: You can you can absolutely call in, Rebecca. Oh. Um,
7: I, I wanna apologize to everybody, so I'm sorry that we lost from North Carolina. It was my fault for
0: not calling in. Your apology your your apology is accepted and we forgive you, Rebecca. I appreciate the call, Rebecca. It's always a pleasure to hear from you.
7: All
0: right. We'll talk to you soon, all right.
7: Talking to you.
0: Yeah, y'all be good.
7: All right, I'll talk to you. Talk to
0: you on Friday. Sounds good. Give us a call. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. Rebecca. So, I mean, I guess that was the problem. Rebecca didn't call in. That's why we lost. Madison Duncan asked the question, will it be on, on in the Discord? Yes, Madison. We will be streaming the South Carolina Furman game in the Big Cock Club Discord. So, do not worry about that. That game will be on there, and we'll be hanging out, conversating, chatting, all that good stuff. Patreon.com slash big club or click the link in bio on our social media. You'll see that Big Cot Club link. You can join today. And again, like I mentioned, we're going to be streaming every South Carolina football game in the Big Cot Club Discord, as well as all the rest of the college ball games. A lot of great college football on Saturday. Cannot wait to watch it with you all. That being said, guys, hey, we have to three o'clock. Great show today, guys. Again, cannot say thank you enough. Really good stuff. Y'all be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube, hit that bell icon so that you get notifications when we go live and we drop new video content. Also, be sure to click the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out there. The podcast drop daily, 5 p.m. Eastern. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.